Hello everyone, welcome back to the Simplifying Success Podcast with me, your host, Muriel Foley. Hello everyone, it's so great to be back, another week, another episode, another topic. I have to say before I get stuck into this week's topic that there has been about three people that have messaged me um, since my episode giving you tips about job hunting and how to stand out on your kind of job search and two of them have <laughs> have seriously updated their LinkedIn profiles but they have been thinking a lot more about when they are applying for jobs because when you apply obviously with your LinkedIn profile it's so quick that sometimes you might jump the gun a little bit when you are applying that you might not have updated your profile or not have added maybe one or two little elements that would have helped you in terms of skills or in terms of standing out for that particular role so it's great to hear that and also another listener took a little snippet of advice from that podcast as well used it in their interview and now they they ended up getting the job I'm not going to take full credit for it obviously because you kind of need to know what you're talking about when you are in an interview but I'm delighted that they took that advice and even more delighted that they got the job so yeah I'm just delighted for everybody for yeah like putting themselves first and just putting their best foot forward because I feel like you've no regrets with anything in life when you do your best so when you can say you know what I did my best there was nothing more I could have done then it's just a really good place to be and it helps you to deal with setbacks not back knockbacks like I know we say failures but maybe mistakes and it helps to kind of deal with that when you can say to yourself well I did my best so there was really nothing else I could have done in that situation. So always put your best foot forward. So yeah I'm loving the feedback um, from everybody and it's just nice to get just a random message on like a Thursday evening and it's from somebody who listened to maybe episode two or episode three and you know, they, they've just listened to the episode or something has happened in their life and they're like, oh my God, and I listened to your podcast that week or something, you know, so it's just lovely to get that kind of random message every now and then. So if you are listening and you have any feedback or if there was maybe something from any episode that resonated with you, do tell me. I love to hear that stuff. <laughs> tell me how great I am. No, I'm joking. But no, it's it's great that they're resonating and many, many, many more topics to come. So this week's episode is all about solo travel. Now, solo travel, along with other topics that I've done so far, is going to be broken up into a few different parts. So today, what I want to focus on in terms of solo travel is the beginning stages of solo travel. So some planning tips and even 
planting the seed of solo travel or maybe helping those of you who have thoughts of should I, shouldn't I, um, maybe this episode will help you to kind of navigate whether you should or not or if it's for you or not or even just to help you in the initial planning stages of it. I will be breaking it down a little bit more then into you know working remotely and solo traveling, making friends and solo traveling and yeah a few different episodes like that. But today I really want to kind of get into the starting phases of solo travel. And if you are listening to this and maybe you're thinking, I don't know, I don't know, should I, shouldn't I, then this might help you as well. So yeah, so I've done a bit of solo traveling myself and I have had mostly good experiences with it. I'm not going to lie. It's been very positive. I know that some people, when they do solo travel, they haven't necessarily had the best experience and that's also okay too. I mean it's it's not going to be for everybody and it doesn't mean that if you go on a solo trip and you hated it that oh that you know it failed or that you know you did something wrong or that you're probably like can I not do things on my own because it's a totally different experience. Like if you live on your own in a place that you're really familiar with in your own country it's it's a totally different experience doing that in a different country, maybe if they speak a different language and you don't know anybody in your surroundings. So don't feel like, oh, well, I went and I solo traveled and I really didn't like it or I didn't get on well. So now I'm actually afraid that what if I have to live by myself in the future? Is the same thing going to happen? Because it's a totally different, totally different scenario. So don't feel pressured or don't feel like, if that wasn't for you that you know you're never going to be okay on your own because it's it's totally different so don't let that turn you off doing things by yourself either but i'm going to focus on the positive things for solo travel so who should solo travel everyone it doesn't matter what stage of life you're at it doesn't matter what age you are what your background is how much money you have in the bank whether you have kids or not whether you're married or not Like I know a lot of people think that solo travel should be in your kind of early to mid 20s when you're single, when you have no commitments. And that's absolutely not the case because solo travel doesn't have to mean you're going away by yourself for six months or for a year or even for two months. You can do a solo travel trip for a long weekend. You can do a solo travel trip for a week or two. It doesn't have to be for long periods of time. Solo travel is essentially going somewhere planning a trip, going somewhere by yourself and not knowing anybody on the other side and then doing the whole experience by yourself and then coming home. That is essentially solo travel. So if there's people who, if you go on a trip for a week or two weeks and you're completely by yourself, that is a solo travel trip. So yes, that is going solo. And it is for everyone because I know There are people who maybe are tied down with with kids, with different circumstances. But if it is possible that you could take even a few days where you're by yourself, where you're taking that time out and you go away somewhere by yourself, you plan a trip. Then, you know, if you are able to do that at some point in your life, it is so good to do it. Like you learn so much when you solo travel. And yeah, and if especially if you are really pushing yourself out of the comfort zone, then you come back stronger. And I feel like it's just it's quite empowering to go away by yourself or to do anything by yourself. So 
If you have never, ever, ever done a solo travel trip, but you're thinking about it, but if you're quite nervous about going away by yourself, it is very much the unknown. And whether you're a male or whether you're a female, there might be hesitance. You might have a like might be a bit hesitant to do it because of the lack of familiarity. You know, it's outside your comfort zone. Maybe you have issues with potential safety and that kind of unfamiliarity you know will it go well will it not and you know there is a little bit about like if you are telling people that you're going away and what if it doesn't work out or if it's not great or you want to maybe cut your trip short what will people think and I think there's a lot of that too of you know what will people think if it if I don't like it do I have to fake it and all of that stuff so don't put yourself under pressure to have to fulfill something that you feel it has to be a success. This is you planning an experience and doing something completely different and just know that it may not go how you expected it. So if you have an open mind, then that will really, really help. But again, if you feel like, you know what, if it's somewhere that I go and I don't feel comfortable, I'm okay with cutting my trip short because I'll feel better for it. So all of that, like your solo trip is just for you. So anything that you do, anywhere that you go, any decision that you make is all for you. It's not to please anybody else or it's not to like, don't ever do something because you think that it's what everybody else would want to see or everybody else would do. Do everything for you. So let's get you started. If you have never ever planned a solo trip, done a solo trip before, anything like that in the past, then you need to dip your toes in. Don't plunge right into a big trip by yourself. Don't do anything like that. Like you need to ease yourself in because like that, if you're not used to solo travel, if it's something that's not for you, then you could have a six month trip planned and be two days into it and go, wow, this really isn't for me. So dip your feet in. Even first off, if you just start with a weekend away or even a night away or a night or two away somewhere in your own country or even in your own area. So that could mean that you book a hotel for two nights or an Airbnb for two nights, but it's in, it's, it's like maybe an hour or two's drive away for you. So it's still close enough to home. It's still somewhere that you are familiar-ish with, but it's somewhere that you are planning to go by yourself. It's somewhere that you are by yourself. And that will help to kind of make you feel a bit more comfortable with your surroundings. Because what you want to do here is you want to plan a trip by yourself and do it all just for you. So that's my kind of first tip is see how that goes. See how you get on by yourself for a short period of time in a place that you are familiar with. And plan activities. So don't just book two nights somewhere, rock up and then just go, what now? Or because then you'll kind of start to overthink things. And again, I find that when you're planning activities, especially, well, I'm from Ireland, so especially here, that a lot of things book up quickly and you need to kind of get familiar with where you are and plan things because when you are by yourself, I mean, you are in control of every single thing that you do from dawn to dusk, which is quite nice. But also you need to fill your time as well. So do plan ahead, plan some activities and just get familiar with 
being in a place by yourself and being on your own time. And sometimes even I find that when I talk to people about maybe what they wouldn't like to do by their, themselves, a lot of people say they don't like the idea of going for lunch by themselves or booking a, a table for dinner for just by themselves, that they prefer to do things like get a takeaway, get, you know, a sandwich, takeaway out of a shop to, you know, to not really dine by themselves that that just makes them feel really uncomfortable makes them feel really seen makes them feel really exposed really vulnerable um but there's something really empowering about getting that reservation and having a meal by yourself and ordering in a restaurant and getting served by yourself and just sitting with yourself in a situation where yes at the start it does feel a little bit strange and you probably spend a lot of the time on your phone, you know, trying to distract yourself a bit from even looking around you. But there is a level of comfort that you get to the more that you do it, where you're able to just sit there and you're able to really enjoy your food. and You're able to have that sip of wine and look around the table and not feel like you need to be stuck into your phone or, you know, looking at something or distracting yourself. You can you feel a lot more comfortable in your surroundings. And that just comes with with time and with practice and even with age as well. I'm not going to lie. This podcast is sponsored by MGFD. MGFD are digital marketing activation specialists who also have an academy filled with workshops for people who need to understand the digital marketing landscape in a really simplified way. So whether you need help with Reels, understanding TikTok, getting started with Ads Manager or Google Ads, each month they add new courses to help you navigate the ever-changing landscape. For more information, visit mgfd.ie. So try that first weekend away, but don't just order room service if you're in a hotel and stay in the hotel for the two days, because that's just, I mean, you can do all that at home. Like the point of solo travel and the point of doing things by yourself like this is getting out of that comfort zone and putting yourself out there and enjoying things by yourself. And sometimes I find when you solo travel, it's it's really doing things that you want to do all the time because sometimes when you travel with other people even though obviously if it's a partner a best friend a group of friends you love each other (laughs) like you you know you're you want to obviously do things together that you both like but then there's also points in the trip where there's obviously things that you might want to do by yourself even if it's like things like eating times waking up times going to bed times a lot of that is compromised when you're not by yourself like when you're with somebody else so there is there is a kind of a freedom there in knowing that you are completely in control of everything that you do and you're completely in control of what you eat when you wake when you go to sleep and all of the activities so take full advantage of that and you know really feel like there is freedom in that too and even if you're somebody who maybe is single does a lot of things by yourself anyway and you're like well this isn't really a novelty to me like it really it's it really is and I think like people forget that sometimes when they don't have a lot of stuff to you know a lot of people that maybe rely on them or a lot of responsibilities um you know that there is freedom there because it's not going to be like that forever (laughs) you know there will come a time in your life that something will come along that you'll you will be attached to and it will be a lot harder to do things completely free and completely for yourself so yeah come take full advantage of that 
So I would say when you are booking something and you're dipping your toes in, try to think about what it would be like if you did solo travel. Because the reason I said a hotel or an Airbnb is this is kind of good for you to know for when you do go away and you do plan a bigger trip. So let's just say the weekend away, if you decide to book an Airbnb instead of a hotel, an Airbnb might be an apartment, it might be a house, it's somewhere that isn't necessarily a hotel where it's just one room, it's a built, it's like an entire space. And personally, I prefer to book an Airbnb. And when I have solo traveled, I've booked Airbnbs just because it's quite nice to be able to cook for yourself, to have the resources there so you're not kind of just staying in a room the whole time. And I know obviously hotels have lobbies, they have big restaurants, they have places you can work, but you are still very much on the hotel's time for, you know, breakfast finishes at this time, you know, dinner starts at this time and menu changes and all this stuff. Whereas when you are in an Airbnb, I do find that there is there is complete freedom in that like you own the space you can make it your own and you can cook for yourself you can do like a little food shop and it's just a a lot nicer I find so I am a bit biased to just getting an Airbnb when you are solo traveling so maybe when you are doing that kind of weekend away you could maybe start with a hotel and then maybe you could decide if that went well you could say okay maybe in another month's time or two months time I might actually book an Airbnb somewhere else and stay there for a week and see how that goes so I'm still kind of on home soil but I'm now stepping into a different um a different kind of zone that I'm not super comfortable with but I can get familiar with and I can get comfortable with that before I go and I do a bigger trip so get get kind of both vibes but I do I do feel like an Airbnb would be just that slightly more freeing option So now that that's done and you feel really good, you feel really comfortable and you're like, okay, I feel like that is like, this is, this is for me. This is a bit of me. I really liked that. I really liked doing something different, being somewhere different. So if that's the case, then now you need to think about where you're going to go for your solo travel trip. So again, you know, I always think if you are planning on going somewhere, um, but you're not necessarily sure where, but you, you want it to be a different country then try to think about where you can fly to that's not super far away. So maybe somewhere that's within a three or four hour plane journey. So if something did go wrong or if you did have to travel home, it's not too far away. Um, And I do find that sometimes if you are going to places, try to think of places that might have some sort of English speaking facilities or somewhere that speaks, that has like facilities where they will be able to speak your language if you don't speak the language of that particular country. So for me, the the last place that I solo traveled to twice actually was the Canaries. And I went to Gran Canaria. Now they speak Spanish, but they have a lot of places that they have, like they're kind of, they'd be kind of touristy hubs. So they would have certain places where they would be, there would be English speaking people. um, And you kind of get along with a little bit of Spanish, but you wouldn't have to have full on conversations in Spanish with people in order to get around. So I felt a little bit more comfortable going somewhere like that, knowing that there, I wasn't completely 
off the grid where I'd have to completely learn a language. So definitely do your research, but look up places and like look up, you know, reviews for places, follow certain accounts on Instagram, look up things on TikTok, on YouTube. Like if there's a specific city that you really love and you think, okay, that's a bit of me. Because I find like with solo travel, a lot of people go to cities because you kind of want to be in the center of of places like you kind of want to be near places when you're staying for solo travel so that you're kind of within walking distance of a restaurant a shop a bar the beach the city whatever it is so like I just think for me that's one of my tips is when you are planning on staying somewhere especially if you like a city try to figure out where is quite central there that you could walk to pretty much everywhere that if you go for dinner that you can walk home that you're not depending on public transport or getting a taxi because all of those can be really unreliable and if you're in a situation where you want to get home at a certain time in the evening or at night then you don't want it to be getting darker or you don't want it to be getting into that kind of time of the night where you feel a little bit more unsafe so I do think that having a location that you choose that is kind of pretty central within walking distance that's definitely somewhere that I would recommend but you can look up all of these and like nowadays like there's TikTok channels literally dedicated to a specific city so even if you look up you know solo travel in um, Milan or solo travel in like that like Gran Canaria there'll be loads of different um, people that create content around that and the same with YouTube And then they'll give their tips around like safe places in the city and places to avoid. Now for me, because I was going away for the last two times, I was going away, um, I was remote working while I was there. But there's quite a lot of digital nomad groups that you can join. So there's a lot of Facebook groups like Digital Nomads In. So you could probably find that particular city that you're maybe drawn to and you could find maybe there's a group of people or there's you know people who go there for work and again I'll make that a separate episode again but that's just something that I looked up to see was there maybe groups of people and they do offer advice to each other um, they answer questions about okay so if you're looking for an Airbnb maybe look in this area da 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 So do your research and, you know, look up like TripAdvisor, look up loads of reviews for specific cities, because if you're drawn to somewhere somewhere, but you've never been there before um, and you don't really know anyone who's been there before, you really need to do your research to make sure that it is suitable for solo travel, that it is like safety is number one when you are solo traveling because you are by yourself. So do make sure that that, you know, where you are going is safe. And if you are booking an Airbnb, Obviously, you'll see the reviews, but make sure that you see reviews of attentive hosts. So make sure that if there is reviews and, you know, that person is, we'll say, a super host, but a lot of the reviews are you know oh whenever we try to contact Rachel she was always there she you know we could always contact her she was very helpful she was very attentive those are the kind of reviews that you need because if you are by yourself and you are in your Airbnb and you need something or you have a question about something or again if it comes to safety where you're you know you're kind of thinking right maybe I should ask Rachel like where I should avoid in the city like a lot of Airbnb hosts are quite helpful in that way where they'll obviously give you a briefing on 
like, oh, here are the destinations that you should should visit or blah, 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 blah. But also don't be afraid to ask your host, look, you know, I'm obviously here by myself and I want to make sure that I avoid certain places if they are a bit unsafe in the evening or at night and they'll give you loads of um, loads of tips there. So definitely look for attentive hosts. That would be like number one there whenever I'm looking at Airbnb, especially if I'm going away by myself. So yeah, so definitely research is the biggest part, I think, of solo travel. Like obviously there's making the agenda, planning your activities, all of that. But make sure that you are doing that research. Make sure that you are taking the time to look up reviews, to read the reviews, to make sure they're legitimate. And yeah, and when you have your kind of place in mind and then when you're looking for your Airbnb or your hotel, look for those specific reviews. And then it's just a case of, right, like I'm going to book this. And if you're booking for two weeks, a month, two months, six months, whatever it is, then this is like, it's a really exciting time and you'll feel a lot more comfortable because you have done that research on where and you feel comfortable knowing that, okay, I know I'm in a central location. I know I'm within walking distance of most of the places. So I I am not depending on public transport. And then you can plan your activities. So you'll be able to look up, you know, things that you want to do, like make that list. But I do think that before you go, sometimes it's better if you do plan some activities ahead of time and book them in. So for instance, there was this um, kind of night kayaking that I wanted to do in the Canaries. And it was like a transparent kayak and you basically go at night and the fish like it's it's basically like lit up so you can see all the fish in the water um as you're kayaking at night and it's a really cool experience but I never got to do it because it was completely blanket booked for when I was there and but I had known about my trip for months in advance so I could have planned ahead and actually booked that in so if there is specific activities that you feel like you want to plan like if you are there for maybe a month it's nice to have maybe five or six activities in the diary like booked in so that at least you have those things that will break up the time especially if you do plan on spending it completely solo that you have those kind of trips and then you can kind of play the rest of the days by year but enjoy like enjoy that research time and enjoy having those activities and then for the rest of it if you want to do that part of solo travel where you kind of say so maybe two days in the week I'll have an activity planned and the rest of the time I'm going to just go on my own time I'm going to feel out the area see how I'm going like for me I was near the beach so I would go for a swim most evenings I would have a curfew for myself um before I kind of made my friends over there I spent a bit of time completely solo and I would have a curfew at night so I would always say so no matter where I go for dinner no matter what I do blah 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 that I would always make sure I'm back in my apartment by maybe 9 30 or 10 before it gets dark and that was just a rule that I set for myself just again for safety but I planned my days then to make sure that I was back by my <laughs> by my curfew um and then I was in and then I was in for the night but oh it's just so lovely I actually have a friend who's going on a little solo travel trip soon And I was just saying to her, like, it's just so nice because you can, you know, wake up whenever you want in the day and then you can go and you can enjoy the day. You can go into the city, do a little bit of shopping or you can go for to the beach, do a bit of swimming. But it's just so nice to book like a sunset or like an evening meal for yourself. And you're sitting there and you're taking your time. And if it's like on a promenade, you can people watch, you can have your dinner, you can have a bit of wine and you can just stay there for a couple of hours. If you want to bring a book, read your book. 
and then just you know you're back in your apartment you can watch a bit of Netflix you know you can have your snacks you can put on a face mask and it's just such a lovely feeling like it's so nice so yeah I'm very very pro solo travel so yeah so basically I'm kind of going to leave it at that for now because I think it's good to just get the the feelers out there to plant that seed and just to get you set up from the start for is it for me what should I do to kind of even when I'm at the starting stages of solo travel like what should I think about first where you know should I even do it and how do I know if I like it so definitely doing those little mini trips first, local enough and getting the feel for it, then plan your trip. And for me, I extended my first kind of proper big solo travel trip because I loved it so much. So I was only planning on going for about two months. I ended up extending it for another maybe two or three weeks. So yeah, I would definitely, or was it three months? Oh, I can't really remember, but I extended it anyway for a, a, a good amount of time because I just enjoyed it so much. So yeah, like I really hope that that helps and it might plant the seed for some people, but you're never like if you think I'm too old for solo travel, you're absolutely not. And if you are in a relationship, sometimes it's really nice to just do this for yourself. Like if you're in a relationship, but you don't have children or you're not tied down to anything and you feel like maybe I do want to go away. But like, don't feel guilty if you're in a relationship and you actually just want to do a solo trip for yourself. Like there's no shame in that. And your partner should support that as well, because it's nothing against them. It's just something that you're doing for yourself. So if you decide that you want to go away for a week just by yourself and just go somewhere new and, you know, have that time for yourself, you absolutely should and you deserve it. So, yeah. Please take all of those um, safety tips, if anything, right? (laughs) Take those safety tips because the number one thing with solo travel is just making sure that you are in a safe place because you're not going to know anybody and you need to make sure that you know where you are and you know that you are safe and you know the safe places to go and and you're confident that you're in a safe place. So with that, I will let you go and thank you so much for listening and for getting this far I am now kind of thinking in my head about solo travel again (laughs) because it's just so fab but I do hope that that helps anybody who might be thinking about planning a solo trip if you're at the very very beginning stages and yeah just go for it and step out of that comfort zone and like don't maybe dive straight into it but dip the toe in see how you get on and you just never know you could absolutely love it but there is no shame if you don't love it we won't judge because it is all about having these experiences and learning from them so I hope that whenever you're listening to this that you're having a fabulous day I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and I will see you all next week bye